Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome. I go by the name Arnold and you're listening to the Making Sense Podcast. Yo, 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 what's up you guys and welcome to another episode of the Making Sense Podcast. I go by the name Arnold. The subject of today's episode will be the review of Umbrella Academy Season 3. So obviously, if you're not caught up to it, as always, I would advise to watch it, come back and listen to the episode. Now that I put the disclaimer, we can actually talk about what happened in the Season 3. So this Season 3 is actually really interesting. There's, you know, highs, lows. I would say there are probably more highs than lows. But there's definitely some lows, there's like great moments, moments that are like a little bit disappointed. But overall, I would say that this season was really a good continuation of what the show is about. Meaning the, pic- the depiction of this kind of super dysfunctional family that's been, you know, rooted in trauma and have like weird relationship. But at the end of the day, they all still care and love each other, right? So many characters go through tough journeys because as you know in this new iteration when they come back in like the modern days their whole like their whole world disappeared and everything they've known changed right whether it's the family members the daughters many people disappear and there's a whole new dynamic and they kind of have to figure out what to do and where to go from here to kind of come back to what they knew right if that makes any sense so you got new characters that are introduced this season especially the Sparrow Academy. I would definitely touch on uh, the Sparrow Academy, like full disclosure, how the season three of Umbrella Academy handled the Sparrow Academy, to be honest, that's probably the most disappointing point of the show in in my opinion, right? So I obviously don't know. I've never read, you know, if you know the Umbrella Academy is actually based on comic books. So I've never read the comic books as, as far as like, how accurate it is from the show how much liberty they take how much they adapt and how much the stuff that we see on the tv show happens in the comic book but i will say this i don't know if it's the same way but the sparrow academy was really disappointing to me i expected so much more especially how they were teased in the first episode i wanted to see way much more whether it's from the characters or just for even just their dynamic but to me it's just they just felt like, you know, glorified cameos, right? We never got to really see, at least not for all of them, but we never got to see really how they function as the family. We never kind of got to see their dynamic really when it comes to just dealing with action. And all of them, they were pretty much a, a double gangers of like the people from the Umbrella Academy, but like an evil, quote unquote, evil version but to me yeah that's probably the only point in this season that i'm really disappointed about i felt like could have been handled better right so now it comes to the umbrella academy right i felt like the best way for me to kind of give you guys like my take on this season will most likely do like i'll break out like every character since they're like six or seven and I will pretty much tell you like the journey, what they went through and my opinion on it, right? So let's start with Allison, right? Allison is to me is a character that underwent the biggest change as far as like she really went like the full dark side. This is someone who actually that's the one that's the biggest loser of like them coming back in this new reality. She lost her husband, the love of her life. 
and she lost her daughter, right? So it's a character that really turned to the dark side and we get to see the darkest version of the character yet she's really experiencing like grief and she doesn't know how to cope with it so she kind of just abuses her powers to just you know make her feel sometimes even better and she's trying to do anything and everything in, within her power to kind of you know come back to the, the dynamic that she knew and to you know to bring back her daughter and her husband right so it makes her do really kind of questionable things right and although she's not really a villain but you can't really see say that she's like really a hero this season she's like in the middle right the great area right it's it's interesting to see like that dark journey of that season because it's always a character that we always seen being kind of the 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 more support of the group the one that she's always like positive and this season she she didn't care about anything right it's like since her journey was rooted in grief it was really nothing else that really mattered to her to her right like that traumatic in event made her like unstable angry and just like she's really letting loose this season right you see her like abusing her powers which is like kind of a wild thing to do either by just it's by you know interrogating the people from the sparrow academy but even the scene with luther which is you know questionable you could call it assault because you know you're stealing someone else's consent to do stuff if you've watched jessica jones the season the first season of jessica jones there is a villain of the name of like one of the greatest villains in my opinion in the history of like tv when it comes to superhero tv shows there's a hero uh, a villain called Kilgrave and Kilgrave has the exact same powers meaning by him just talking he can brainwash people into doing whatever the fuck he wants them to do right and the question is, once you kind of violate someone's consent, it, it goes from the territory of like just, you know, somebody, someone being just, you know, willingly doing stuff to you forcing them to do something, right? So it's like, yeah, it's a violation of consent. And if during the whole scene with uh, uh, Allison and Luther, I felt like if they would have went all the way and they would actually had sex, it would probably would have been like a rape, right? So... Alison really goes to this really dark side and she even does like a, an alliance with her father and she she like I said this season was to me the best way to kind of take someone that was really hopeful like the embodiment of hope and to kind of put her in the worst position ever to see if all the 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 trait that made her like a good quote unquote a good person being caring being loving being supporting of all of her brothers and sisters if that would like that light that made her like who she was would remain and most likely in this season you don't really see that to me that's one of the most interesting journey of the all the, of all the the characters that we've seen in the show she's the one who has like the best arc as far as like really turning to almost like a full-blown like villain right or at least like just an anti-hero if you will she always as much as as well she goes and kill you know um the the friend of victor and she really kills somebody so although it's true that she's not the first individual to commit murder but how she went about it really kind of lets us know that she's really on on the dark path so to me that was like the most interesting like journey of this season right now when it comes to five i feel like five always he's always like the leader of the team which is kind of funny because he's played by the youngest individual in the cast you see that like in this season five is kind of tired of the whole thing i feel like he kind of sees the how pointless it is to always try and save the world 
knowing that whatever he does, they kind of always come back to square one and they always have to go back and just, you know, try and save the world again. So in this season, at least in the beginning, you see that the guy is kind of, you know, as far as like reality goes, it's not the worst that they've seen. So his thing is just, you know, he just wants to like, I guess, lay low and kind of retire. So you see that first journey with him and Klaus and they kind of get closer in this season, but yet he's kind of gets the call back into action and although he's still reluctant, you see that he's really like the natural leader of, of like the team, right? And it's always amusing to see that he's dynamic with all the other characters because although he's the youngest, he's almost in a weird way acting like the big brother, like the leader, the, the, the real leader, although Luther is supposed to be the leader, but five to me is like the actual leader uh, of the team. And he's always the one who's able to see bullshit you know he saw right through his father reginald like just you know his scheme to try and make them uh, join and just and reset the universe so yeah to me the journey of five was although it, it wasn't really different from the one we've seen season one and two on that time you kind of get to see that he's a little bit more like i felt like he's done he's done all the things he could do to try and save the world and at the end how they left things at the end of the season it won't necessarily be him a, a new version of him trying to save the world as well i'm really curious to see whether we'll take the character next right especially knowing that they don't got no powers at the end of this season right so when it comes to diego right diego is another character that that had like a, a interesting and actually really dep big departure from who he was in season one and two you know diego is someone who always fought with Luther for like the leadership of the team and this season although he doesn't really give up I feel like he sees the Sparrow Academy like like the enemy but he has a whole other different situation going on with him and Lila and it's like this version of Diego is really more like like of like the future father of like a family more than an actual like someone who's trying to be hero so he has this whole like the it, it's almost like this season for him it's more about him coming to term about being a dad and trying not to reproduce the behavior that you know reginald hargreave had with him like his actual father than to actually just you know trying to be a superhero beat the sparrow academy he still has the same like qualities slash flaws that he had in previous seasons meaning being rash being like sometimes impulsive but you can see that him, now that he doesn't have, like, now that he only, before I felt like he was thinking about his family, but most likely he was thinking about him. But in this season, we only see that on, his only motive, whatever he does, whatever action he takes, it's always for the greater good of his family. Now, let's talk about Klaus. Again, Klaus is someone every season, I felt like he always has the best slash the most interesting slash the most fun funny arc and this season it's really different because of all the kids like all the kids they pretty much resent the father right reginald reginald is really a piece of shit like i'm sorry there's <laughs> there's no other words to describe him but he's really like a piece of garbage of a human being he's not a good father he's selfish he's cold he's calculating he's cruel and he's some you know a killer as well right and yet you see klaus is still 
finally this season he's the only one that actually get to bond with his father and you see when you see throughout the season the story of klaus is someone that uh, like the others and probably worse so he's the one who experienced the biggest trauma because of his father you know he locked him he locked him up in a, a, a i don't know, like a cemetery and made him talk to the dead or whatever and it it really changed him and from that point on you see he started to do drugs all type of shit but this season klaus he actually gets to reconcile with that side of him so not only he's able to accept and you know integrate and learn how to use his gift but he's also able to just you know start to have a real relationship with his father and actually is beautiful the moment when you see them bonding and just trying to figure out his how long does it take for him to become immortal while the song cats in the cradle is actually playing that shit's funny as fuck i've actually like i learned about the song cats in the cradle from uh, an episode in the office you know there's a, a, a scene when jim comes back from like uh, a mother like sabbatic leave or whatever when pam is pregnant and then you see dwight singing the song cats in a cradle and a silver spoon and yeah that, that moment like it's one of the things what i love in Umbr- the umbrella academy like it's like I have a couple of shows and that was the, the, the case for like many of them unfortunately uh, are over but that was the case for Shameless US or, some, or for even Orange is the New Black but those I call shows like this like comfort show right it's not necessarily something I look forward to like the way we used to look forward to a new season of Game of Thrones but it's something that whatever I watch I don't see a bad episode and it's always like you, you always end up like feeling kind of good or great after watching the season of umbrella academy and that's mostly because of characters like klaus were like funny and fun to watch right so that season for klaus that was all about him trying to reconnect with his father and trying to make other people see the new like the new side of their father that he's the only one he experienced turns out he pretty much got fucked over by his dad because he was really only trying to use him so he could get to like this new portal dimension and reset the universe right but still i feel like he got something that the other really never got which was closure right so now it comes to luther right luther is one of the characters that i felt like kind of i kind of felt like disappointed with, with like the direction they took the character i felt like he's a good comic relief but sometimes i wish they could give him like a little bit more seriousness because he's supposed to be the leader of the team right and now he's just he really seems like this big dumb guy like this big dumb ape dude who really doesn't know what the fuck he like he's talking about most of the time so this season we kind of get to see it's, it's it's him in love still you know it's just in prior season he was in love with his sister which is like the whole incest thing is kind of disgusting but yeah uh I, technically they're not brothers and sisters so you know eh. but to me if they were raised as brothers and sisters and you were still thinking about having sex with a sister i feel like it's soft incest at least soft incest right but still you know like i said it, the journey of luther was pretty much the same as like although it's just now this season his love interest was not allison it was something else someone else and it felt like he actually found love the the sad thing is like at the end of the season we kind of get to see that once they step into this new universe universe all the stuff that they did like like all the stuff that happened kind of was like on un, undid if that's like even a word and 
I don't really know if Sloane still exists in this new version of the the uh, of their world, or even if she's you know if she's not if she like still loves him if she has a whole other life. So that's probably something we'll get to see in the season four, right? But overall, yeah, I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but I felt like it was kind of a I, I wasn't wild by his arc. I felt like as a leader of the team, I kind of expect, I, I really hope that the next season we'll get to see. I love the comedic side and I felt like the actor really plays well into it, but I would want to be, to see something a little bit more serious because he actually died this season, right? Like he, he was actually killed. And to me, that was something that I never saw coming. And I was really intrigued as to how, that that whole situation was going to play out obvious oh you know thankfully he didn't stay there too long but still that was uh, a, a departure from stuff that we've seen from prior season but yet still the same if that makes any sense right so now there's another character that i would love to do and i would just ben you know ben was the one of their brothers who who died like he's actually the first one who died really young but then klaus was the only one was able to see him um this season we get to see a whole new different version of like ben ben is like the, the this version of ben like the new version that we see season three he's really a dick like he's probably the worst of all the characters as far as like behavior goes he's like one of the worst uh, character that they get to see he's really manipulative he's you you know he's really like just he's just a dick to be honest like there's <laughs> There's like he's just a dick all like all the way and he's still like he really struggles with like other people not liking him which is kind of odd because he's it seems like he's doing anything possible not to be liked but yet at the same time he wants to be liked he's like not happy when people don't invite him to party but overall i felt like that was a great way to to kind of it's like the same character but like at the same time it's not that version of ben was re i felt like I, I, my opinion is like the actor probably had a blast playing him because it's such he's so different from the one that we saw in season one and two that it's almost it almost feels like he's a new character and even inside like within the sparrow academy i feel like he's not even liked by his like part like his actual like siblings there is this weird rivalry between him and number one and he really like you see when all of them dies he doesn't really seem moved by it he only sees like people other people demise as a way for him to kind of make himself look good just for to impress like his dad right so this version of ben is completely different it's a radical change honestly from the one we saw in season one and two i'm curious to see that now he actually is resurrected in the new version of like the universe what will he do will he just you know come around and become you know friends or just you know play nice with the others or will he become like an antagonist that that's like you know that's well that's a question for like the next season right now when it comes to victor right so victor who was like formerly known as like vanya because the the, the actor uh elliot page uh transition uh into you know uh, be, he identifies as a man now my it's not it wasn't like necessarily concerned but i was genuinely intrigued as to how they were going to put that in the show right uh, when you know when the news came out or whatever me i was just like hopefully if he's able to be himself that's all that's all that matters really but i didn't know at first that that would be 
um, incorporated in the show knowing that just I, I, I didn't really know when they shot uh, the show so I didn't even know there was bound to be incorporated in the show so to me that was a really interesting thing to see so my, my biggest takeaway from Victor's journey first of all I feel like the essence of the character is the same like whether it was like the who he was in season one and two and this version of him of actually who he is now I feel like it hasn't change at all like the essence is still the individual that pretty much causes like the end of the world on on but the, the only difference is like this season he's really not the the, the one responsible for the, the earth like getting like you know ended or getting destroyed but to be honest i was really surprised with how respectful it was and how they went about it because Although they, it, it was something they could not not address, but I felt like they did it to me. They did it in a really respectful way, and but at the same time, since it's not really the nature of the show, like subjects like that, such as you know, uh, gender identification and just being able to transition, it's not really something that they've handled in prior seasons. Not saying there's nothing serious in shows like this, because you know, Umbrella Academy is like. Uh, a show about superheroes at least it's like it's really about a dysfunctional family but overall it's supposed to be a show about superheroes but to me that was a way for them to address it and they definitely acknowledge it but they didn't really you know get stuck on it right it's like there was an episode kind of a more like a couple of scenes where obviously he was like reintroducing himself to the world but overall, I feel like the essence of the character was the same, remained the same. So it didn't really change anything, right? It's like, it's still the same character. So that was a, a cool thing to see. But then you see Victor now has like always, I feel like his biggest thing has always been guilt, right? He was eaten by guilt in season one. Of, he never felt like appreciated, always felt like an outsider. And then in season two, again, he actually find he was able to found love and found like just you know almost like a new family and that was taken away from him as well so this season you still see him trying to just you know do good by the people but he loved but it seems like whatever he's trying to do something good it always backfires and causes like you know a catastrophe and now this season he was you know he alienated like he really was able to burn the bridge with the one person that's been supporting him from day one you know and that is Hallison. now you see their relationship goes to a really dark place and it's almost like they're they're, they're almost at, not even at odds like to be honest they're, really, they're almost enemies and still he still finds a way they still find a way to reconnect a little bit towards the end but overall i would say that the journey of like victor as well was just like the others it was a good departure but that wasn't like to me that wasn't like the most interesting one from the season it still has to go with allison now the last one and it will be like really quick would be reginald hargraves the father of uh the member of the umbrella academy the member of the sparrow academy um i would say this he's actually the real villain of the show right like when it was teased in season two that he was an alien I never really quite understood like what was like what was his like motive as far as like bringing up the kids but you can really see like he raised those children as weapons right 
like like i said prior like prior like in the beginning of the episode like he's really the, like he's the guy he's like ruthless he's cold he's calculating and he's really selfish right he will he's willing to kill and sacrifice anybody to get the job done and just to be able to do what he wants to do which is like reset the universe or whatever and although you saw all these moments which was kind of weird but we saw all these moments when he got humanized a lot by you know him interacting with klaus or even the fact that they used to drug him and actually now that we see what he did when he was without drug that's probably the reason why the spirit academy drugged him because when he's actually sane he's insane no pun intended but he's actually the guy that he's really scary like i said to me that's the real villain uh, of the story and he doesn't care about these children like it doesn't matter the universe it doesn't matter like the setting he really doesn't give two fucks about them and like the he really weaponized those children for them to be like sacrificial lamb you know he never gave like he never it's and it's actually really sad and it actually explained a lot of the behavior and just really the trauma that they all experience because it comes from a household where like the main like the main figure never cared for them right he really only cares for himself he does great impression of caring about these people but he really he's willing to do anything and everything just to get to his goal and that was kind of like that was crazy to see because he actually you know fucking killed luther but overall i would say that his journey from the character is probably the season where we got to see the most of him and to be honest i wasn't disappointed because his journey as a character was kind of a crazy to watch so yeah i would say like him and allison they're probably the my highlights of uh this season so that was my take on the new season the season three of umbrella academy i hope you guys enjoy it as always if that's the type of content that you like share like subscribe on apple podcast or whatever medium or spotify or whatever medium you use to listen to this podcast and yeah peace well that's pretty much it for today folks i hope you guys enjoy listening to this episode at least as much as i did making it uh if you haven't please go and subscribe to the podcast i'm available on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music Podchaser, and i am also available on deezer if you haven't as well guys please go and subscribe to my facebook page it's called the making sense podcast and yeah that's pretty much it for today thank you guys so much for the support don't hesitate to leave me with this to review or comment i would appreciate it a lot and yeah